Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Vigorito. Don Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shuler, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and I will be joined shortly alongside Rich Van Zant as uh, Super Bowl 52 is now less than a week away, and uh, as they say, on this Monday is when uh, starts the uh, pre-media for the game. So uh, the Patriots, I think, left today to uh head out to Minnesota and uh you've heard uh you know some sub stories already starting. It'll be interesting to see how it all does shake out through the week and then uh you know obviously into the game um of other uh dolphin related news and of course uh NFL news the the NFL Pro Bowl took place this weekend in Orlando and the Miami Dolphins were a a pretty key part of that as Jarvis Landry was uh was taking part in a lot of the competitions and interviewed a lot. And uh, she, uh, Jones was also uh, a part of that as uh, he set a world record for throwing a pass to himself. I think it was 30 yards was the uh, record before that. And he threw 31. Don't, don't quote me on these numbers. This is just what I thought I had seen. And uh, the Guinness Book of World Records were there. So the Miami Dolphins always in the news. Uh, just not necessarily for what you might want them to be in the news for. But uh, nonetheless, the uh, frenzy has started, and uh, Super Bowl 52 um, shaping up to look a lot like last year. And I, I'm not saying as far as results, but, um, you know, we, we will see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, but without further ado, let's uh, welcome in uh, Rich Van Zant to the show. Uh, Rich, you there, buddy? Yep. Well, we got uh, Super Bowl 52. Uh, you know, the the um, the hype has already begun, and they say that this Monday is the uh, is the week that it all kind of starts because you're less than a week away from it. Um, Wasn't I don't know. Big so, drunks tonight? Yeah. Well, the Patriots I, I left, the right? Circus act tonight. Yeah. Is it, yeah. No, they're there already. They got there this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, they left today. Yeah, they got there already. They're there already. But I think well, they I'm have one of those drunkets tonight. Yeah, I'm not saying they're in the air, but they were wished off by yeah. their fans today. That was the big yeah. thing there. And then uh, Philadelphia changed its Boston markets to uh, Philly markets for the week. I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> so they, no. they changed that on their signs. And, uh, you know, uh, also, uh, have you heard the big Brady story, um, which was basically uh, the the radio station that he does his um, – you know, he does a, a weekly spot on their on their station. Right. Yeah, I, um, I saw and, that before. Yeah, and then of course he's got his you know his Facebook Live show unveiled, and apparently the co-host or one of the hosts of the show made a derogatory comment about his daughter, and so it was that supposed has to be now. A skit. Yeah, it was supposed to be some skit they were doing about Brady. And it, it, I read the whole thing. Not only wasn't it funny, it was ridiculous. This guy was like, he was like not one of the hosts on the show. He was like a guest that was there every week or so. You know, like he, okay. he, this guy chimed in every once in a while. So he got suspended indefinitely. He should have been suspended indefinitely for trying to be a comedian because he has no business doing that. And it was just, it was just, the whole thing wasn't funny. I mean, it was like, it was like the Brady life. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're trying to, right. I don't know. They they really shouldn't mix sports and comedy because these guys aren't good at it. So do you? So from that statement, so you're saying like Brady was right? To, I know he called. He called his. Uh, he called his I'm daughter. Sure he rat didn't even something. hear the whole thing. I mean, it was ridiculous. It's like where's where's Brady? Oh, he's in the kitchen. Oh, his kids out here being like uh, annoying or something. I mean, it was just the whole thing was retarded. You know, it, the uh-huh. whole thing was stupid. You know, it wasn't funny. It was you know. 
Yeah, like I said, like, you know, and this is like a station that, like, Brady's like the only, he signed this contract to come on every week. So why would you say anything derogatory about him and his family, funny or not? Like, it doesn't make any sense, you know? Yeah, well, I think actually. These, these people are trying to be Imus in the, in the 21st century, and it's not working out well for them, you know? Really? Because I had heard the show a couple of times. It's uh, WEEI Radio, I think. And, yeah, um, yeah. Y- y- you know, um, what's funny about it is I actually thought that it was kind of unique that they that they had Tom Brady under this contract because there's been times when he's been on there. Not that he's yeah. given so much information, but there's times when they pretty much had him. You know, the Garofalo trade and uh, the, right. the trainer and all that controversy. So they were the only ones who were basically there to get him. And he was keep. you know, he obviously had a contract, but, you know, he, he reported. And, uh, um, you know, I, I don't know what, what the comment, I guess, they made was that she was an annoying pissant or something like that. Something, something that stupid effect. like that. But it yeah. was supposed to be, like, in a, in a funny way. It was, I mean, you don't know the five-year-old daughter. It was like yeah. a skit. It, but it wasn't funny to start with, and it was idiotic to go there, you know? Well, did he, did he uh, overreact to it? Do you think he even heard it or was told about it? Uh, I think he was probably told about it, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't think he ever was, heard it. So he probably overreacted because he was basically yelling at the two guys that had nothing to do with it. You know? Okay. Okay. But the two guys so, uh, were being interviewed him, the other guy wasn't even there. So, And then he, like, cut off their, their interview. And, yeah, okay, the guy works for that radio station, comes in once in a while. But the guys he was giving crap to were, you know, had nothing to do with it. So I don't know. It it just seems a lot to do about nothing. Right. And I guess now this, I mean, you're going to lose Brady at, at, at the Super Bowl time. You don't know if he's going to come back on, right? I mean, that's the thing or he wants this guy fired or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I think that's so Well, the guy's there, suspended but... indefinitely. Oh, I've he never is. heard of him anyway. Yeah, okay, yeah the, so guy, the, so... the third guy. The, yeah, okay, the so... third guy's suspended indefinitely. So this isn't the host's. This is basically a third no, guy that they brought co-host. in. It's a guy. It's a guy that they bring in once in a while. Works okay. for a radio station, but you know, I don't know. It, the whole okay. thing seems like a bunch of nonsense to me. Okay. You know, one way or the other. Right. So now, all right. So he's suspended there, and that's you know one yeah. of the the big stories, obviously, that that came out uh, this week. Now, as we head into Super Bowl Fifty Two, um, it, it's very strange because. Highest ticket prices of all time, but nobody's buying them. Correct? Is that what basically <laughs> yeah, that's the is case. The, 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 yeah. the gist of this whole thing? Yeah, uh, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Now, me and you have talked about this, you know, uh, throughout the last week or so. You know, my, my theory is it's it, it's basically a Brady thing. I don't think that Minnesota going there would have changed a ton of things. Yeah, they would want to be there for the game, but those people don't have a ton of money. Brady and the New England Patriots now are, are basically they're they're trying to dip into yeah, the well, nationwide remember, when base. You take out, when you take out the airline tickets and you take out the hotel accommodations, you know what I mean? It's just the ticket price now. You know, if you yeah, but if the ticket the price game. is a four thousand dollar get in, there's I not many you. people from well, Minnesota people that, that, that are, max out their credit cards to go this whole trip and spend. You know, remember, if you're not living there, you're spending the double. You're spending more than double that. Yes, I agree with you, but I don't think people even have that kind of credit limit to pop to to tickets yeah, on at those not. prices. Maybe you know, not. You're talking, no. Uh, you know, I got what you're saying, but there's definitely there's definitely going to be people in that area that are more apt to pay for that than to travel up there. Would you think? I don't. I don't know. I. I. You know what, Rich? Honestly, I don't know, and it's something I don't know yeah, if we're going to get people, the answer. When you go to the Super Bowl, Pat, it's not just this game; it's also getting out of the cold. You go somewhere where it's nice out. It's like a vacation. You really want to go to to the coldest place on the planet for a week? I mean, nobody's going to do that. Well, my my feeling is, I don't know what the New England Patriots' national base is. I don't know what it is. They The media wants to make it seem like all 50 states have this gigantic New England Patriot contingent that loves, everybody loves this team. It. But everybody I that I talk to can't stand this team unless you live in yep. Boston. 
So, I mean, right. that's the way I see it. It, it. It's a lot like the media that you get and everything else from politics on down. It doesn't seem to really uh, reflect Jungle what reality. society is. Yeah. Right. right. So mm-hmm. now, now, we live in New York, or the New York area at least, okay? And so by living in this area, you know, you're going to have anti-patriot sem- sentiments anyway. The whole Jets... Belichick thing, you know, the uh, the Patriots-Jets rivalry. Uh, you know, we do a yep. Dolphin show, obviously, so we know how many anti-Patriots, uh, you know, people there are there. But I, you know, I, don't, I see a lot of that anti, but then I also see a contingent of Patriot fans in our area. You, you do see some of them, but I don't know if I see some of them that are dishing out fifteen, twenty, five thousand dollars to to go on a trip, no, you know, the, the clowns, to Minnesota. The clowns that you see around here, drive, you know, wearing the Brady shirts, are, yeah. are just like you know, they're in their mid twenties. It's all they've known to see this team win. Yeah. I don't think they even go to Buffalo to see a game. Never mind. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't think they Minnesota. travel at all. That the no. traveling consists of going to MetLife Stadium, maybe, maybe. Maybe if their friend gives them a ticket. Yeah. Okay. Right. So now you take that, put that aside, all right? Now you're left with, I guess, uh, sports fans, uh, you know, casual, rich sports fans throughout the country. And there are plenty of them. There's plenty of corporate, rich sports yeah. fans, collectors, things like that. I think that's where the the bases that would pay for these tickets. Now, how many of them are traveling there, and is the site a huge deal? Now, you're going in on maybe Friday night, maybe, right? And then you're you're getting out of there on Monday. I don't think it's as big a factor as you do, because you look at it more of a going to a, an experience and what you're going to drink and party for the whole weekend. I don't necessarily think that's as much of a factor, but I do. Let me say this, Rich. I do think if the wind chill is minus 18 degrees and there's snow all over, then that is a factor. So I think that, you know, when you get to those extremes, Forget about yeah. the wind chill. It's, it's sub-zero without the wind chill. Yeah. So that, that could be somewhat of a factor. I'm not saying that. But I don't think the site is as big a deal as you think it is if there's not, ex- you know, extremities going on. I think it's a big deal. I think it always is. I think you're never going to get as many people to go to Detroit, Minnesota, and when it's in those cold weather places. Then how come all these Super Bowls? Place up. You're going to fill the place up, obviously, because they, they're going to make sure that happens. It's only 70,000 people. But there's a lot of people who aren't going to go because of that fact. When you say aren't going to go, where would they go if it's filled up? You're talking about just in the area, just hanging out? Yeah, I think, I think there's do that. people from the area that end up there. They're always going to fill it up, obviously. You're never going to see an empty Super Bowl. But, I, I, you know, the secondary market, you know, obviously, if you want to go, you can go. You know that, sold out or not. You're, you're going to get a lot of people who are going to go to Vegas instead. If they're going to go away for the Super Bowl, they're not going to go to Minnesota. They're going to end up in Vegas and, and watch the game there at that kind of venue. They're not going to want to go to a place that's in the frozen tundra. It's just not going to happen. Well, like I said, I mean, if, if, if the temperatures are that extreme, yes, maybe. But if they're not... Well, they are. It's I Minnesota in the wintertime. Yeah. I mean, what's it going to be? You're not getting an umbrella and going to the beach. Well, you know, yeah, obviously you had the game here. You had it at MetLife Stadium a few years ago, right? Which is how many a people from, for this area. How many people from New York did you see going there? Not that many. Not that many. It was filled with Bronco fans, right? It was filled with, you know, um, football fans that basically flew into New York City. I, I mean, obviously there were some, but, you know, for the most part, it wasn't filled up with local. Now, I understand the local team's not in the game, but... Uh, you know, when I look at Detroit, has had Super Bowls. I know people who's, who've been to all them. You know, that was packed there. That was a frenzy. Now, yeah, it's not going to be like it's in New Orleans or Miami or, or uh, California, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but right. I don't know that there's any you – know, there might be more people in the area there's people that go to the area that don't go to the game that go through yeah. other things, too. Yeah, that's what I'm places. saying. I will give yeah. you that. 
I think there's a ton more people of that caliber. But I don't think it's necessarily stopping people going to the game either way. I think if you're going to the Super Bowl, you're going to the Super Bowl. But like I said, if it's inclement weather and and snowing and below zero and all that, yeah, that's a little bit different. That can affect you. But if it's just, you know, at a a venue that doesn't really have nightlife like you think or it's, it's, you know, it's not a tropical place, I don't think it's stopping the people that were going to the game anyway, you know. So I think it's kind of somewhere in the middle of that. Now, you know, the Eagle fans are pretty diehard. So I'm very curious to see how this will all settle. How many Eagle fans will be there? How many Patriot fans will be there? Is this going to be a packed electric stadium? I think it is. But I don't think it's, it's – something's going to have to change with these tickets. You know, still, how many are available to the public from, from that venue? Like, it, right, the, the NFL controls what percentage of them? Like 80 yeah, I think – no, not that much. Not that much because the season ticket holders from both sides will get uh, – let's 10%. say they get – I thought it was 20. I don't think it's 20. I think it's 10. So you're saying only 10% of yeah. that stadium is going to be filled up. buy the tickets. Yeah. Only 10%? That seems extremely yeah. low. I think you're wrong there. You're saying – so you're saying that – 10% of the Eagles fan base and 10% of the Patriots fan base are going to that that game. And then the rest of the yeah. 80% is going to, you know, be controlled on, on other surfaces. That seems a little bit low to me. I think it's Remember, more than Remember, it other teams, too. Remember, every team gets that allocation also. And what do they – yeah, but what do they do as far it as their to, fans? It goes to who they want it to go to. I don't think it trickles down that way. But that's, the NF, that's part of the NFL thing. The NFL – that takes care of the sponsors, and the, that's why the, the crowds are lame. Oh well, yeah, it's absolutely a corporate event. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. You know, um, but I, 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 that just seems a little bit low. I thought it was higher than that. I remember past experiences. Um, you know, I thought that there was more. I, remember I, I knew that I knew that older couple that had Patriots season tickets yeah. since the seventies, right? Yeah, and. All the run. Now, I haven't spoken to them the last two Super Bowls, but they only went to the Bears ball in eighty uh, in 86. That was the only time that they got into the game. The other times, they had, you know, season tickets, 50-yard line, their lottery. They only got – so out of how many is that? That's seven Super Bowls? They went to one. Yeah. They were only, they were only allocated the, the lottery the one time. Now, how is that possible? Well, um – I mean, you have, I guess, how many season ticket holders you figure yet you have? Do you have over 50,000, or is it less than yeah, that? Yeah, I guess 50,000. So if they're giving out 10% a year, right, that's yeah, 5,000 like a year. I yeah, mean, that's yeah, not a lot. You should be getting it more than one time out of seven. Huh. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, it just it seems, yeah. I mean, I know it's not high. That just seems a little too low, but, yeah, I guess. Because I know people too, but I know people who have gotten them. And remember how we they make do. it now. Like if you have a you have a ticket through Will Call, you can't even get to it to sell it to somebody else. It's yours because you know of the Mike Tyson rule. First hand, first hand experience because yeah. of the Mike Tyson rule. So you know that's no doubt about it. Story. Yeah. So there's yeah. So you can't even really sell your stuff because you, you need yeah. to pick it up with ID. You know. Yeah, I know. It's a little crazy, but you're absolutely right. And I, I know that, like I said, from firsthand experience, you know, no doubt about it. All right, quick break. We'll come on back right after this. Hi, this is John Alfredall, number 56, the old Miami Dolphin linebacker. You're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show, sponsored by Iberia Tiles, with locations from Georgia to South Florida. Iberia Tiles offers over 3,000 products and complete peace of mind. From tiles, molasses, and stone to wood flooring, Iberia has the solution no matter what the size of your project. Visit IberiaTiles.com. That's I-B-E-R-I-A. And ask for Dave or call direct at 404-409-0746. And Fanatics.com. If you love the Miami Dolphins, then you need to visit Fanatics.com. Once again, that's Finn, P-H-I-N. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legends show with your host, Pat Catello.
Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we are in the uh, bye week of the Super Bowl, the uh, first day of basically the uh, the media hype for the uh, Super Bowl 52. And uh, just a reminder, catch us on iTunes. You can uh, just go right to uh, Pat Catello's show and subscribe, get our latest episodes right to your phone or search any uh, back episodes as well. And uh, feel free to send us any questions or comments to Show at yahoo.com. And uh, hopefully the uh, the Miami Dolphins will start uh, getting a little bit more in this mix. But, Rich, I, I have the information. I, I was able to, to find uh, some of the information. <laughs> according to, to the NFL, according to the NFL, 35% of the tickets go to the teams playing. So 17.5% each to the AFC okay. and the NFC champion. And then uh, after that, 6.2% goes to the host city. So that will go to Minnesota, to the Vikings. Okay. Okay. And then one-third, 33.6% are split between all the other the 29 teams. So okay. that leaves uh, – which, which is kind of weird. That crumbs left for everybody else. <laughs> but that, that leaves 25% to the, uh, to the NFL, which is right. media, staff, small lottery, or whatnot. But here's the thing which is kind of strange because they don't want they don't want you to uh, in in any way sell scalp or whatever if you're an NFL players and did you know Tice was fined $100,000 for that? <laughs> I didn't know that though. No. Yeah. So but but here's the thing. Uh if that's the case what are these teams like? All these other teams are getting them. Where, where, what are they doing with them? And then, where are the other tickets to the public coming from? Scalpers, stuff of what? Like, where are they coming from? Obviously, if you got the tickets, you could sell them. Like, if you're a Patriots season ticket holder or a Philadelphia. But where are the, the? It's very interesting to me. Like, where these other teams go? I guess if you're a season ticket holder for the Cleveland Browns, you're in some kind of a lottery. I, I wouldn't know. I, don't, I have no idea. I don't know that. You know. I mean, that's what it kind of is saying, but it's a little Yeah, strange. I mean, that's what they may say, but I can't imagine the guy sitting in the mezzanine in Cleveland has got two tickets now. Yeah, uh, I know. I this is weird. I doubt that. I did talk to I, – I do remember in the past talking to some people that said that they had gotten Super Bowl tickets and their team wasn't in it. But I don't really? know how that worked. Yeah, I do kind of remember that a little bit, but I couldn't tell you how, where, when, or what you know what the deal is with it. Yeah. But um. No idea. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, and then uh, and you know the NFL or whatever. Um, you know they, they have to have this this stronghold, and and you know, and I'd like to know where where what are those, those go to all the uh, NFL executives? I don't know what media. What, what does that mean? Why is the NFL giving me? I mean, they're giving media passes. They're not giving media tickets. No, no, the media. No, they have their own spot. That's not. That's bullcrap. Yeah. They're not getting tickets. You no. know. So, yeah. So we're. we're Unless I, I would like media's to... family. I don't know. High up media executives who wouldn't be covering the game. Maybe that's what they're talking about. Like if you're the CEO of the New York Times, you know, maybe that's what they're talking about. Maybe they sit in the stands. And you're getting them from the NFL. Yeah, I would okay. think. Yeah. So you probably get okay. – so you know how they give away, like, the, the papers, the stations, they give away tickets. They must be getting some kind of allocation to do that, right? Yeah, yeah. And they you must know? get them from them too, right? I, I would assume Yeah, I guess, so. I, I guess yeah. you're right. Yeah, I guess you're right. That makes some sense. I guess that's probably the way to, that, that it goes about. Um, okay, so now the Pro Bowl takes place this weekend, and the more and more – that you you see these guys, uh, it's looking more and more like you know Jarvis Landry. It's, it's going to be exactly what we were saying, as far as his contract status. You're already starting here. We said it over a year ago, you know. And it's, now it's starting to come gone. to fruition, right? Yep. Yeah, they have. They didn't want anything to do with resigning him from the start, and they, they can they can make up all their low ball contract talk, and they can make a spin when he leaves. Uh, we tried to keep him. They're full of it. They never wanted him in the first place. Yeah. And let me tell you, this game, uh, how can you it, – it, it's just harder and harder to watch this game. I mean, I, well, I, I don't understand. I, I, I didn't even watch it for a second. I, you know, yeah. First of all, I saw how hideous those jerseys were, and it turned me off. And that's been going on for years now. 
I mean, well, really, those I, are the, the jerseys have always been terrible. I mean, any any kind of first of all, you're looking at an all star game where you can't tell who anybody is, and right yes. off the bat, right off the bat, you're doomed when you see that. What makes yeah. the Major League Baseball All Star Game so good is that they're in their uniforms. You know who they are. Yeah, you team. can't do that. You can't do that you in can't. football because no, you can't. It's you just can't. The, the colors would be ridiculous, you know. Yeah, you can't. I, I listen. I understand. You can't play that it's game a, like that. Yeah, it's a linguistics thing, and, and there's nothing they can do yeah. about it. But it's a fact. It is what it is. Whether you can do something yeah. about it or not, it still is what it is. I remember watching, you know. <laughs> the 1990s, and you're like, what? And you see a helmet. Oh, is that Richmond Webb? What's he wearing? Number 72? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, I know. It's, it's, ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. You see the helmet, you don't even know who they are. And uh, and so, I don't know, I was never a fan of it, but it's getting worse and worse, and now, you know, the exploits and all of it. Um, well, it's a mockery you know, now because it's not even played after the Super Bowl. So the two best teams... You know, don't even have their reps there. You know, mm-hmm. th- th- I mean, Witten was there. I mean, Mark Witten had the worst year of his career. What is he doing there? Jason? Yeah. Jason? Jason, Jason. Witten? Yeah. He had the worst year of his career. What's he doing at the Pro Bowl? Yeah. Well, these guys get, uh, they get, um, that, that well, nod. Like the, and, you, you know, know, he's an alternate. Like, I, it's just, it's ridiculous. It really is. Yeah, and, well, you, you know, and so so now Rashid Rashid Jones is next to the guy with the longest fingernails in a book. That's great. <laughs> Those two guys on the motorcycle. Yeah, they're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what a joke! What is the Guinness Book of World Records even doing there? Uh, yeah, I think it's. Uh... The guy jumping up and down on a pogo stick for four days. Yeah, oh, it is Rasheed Jones. He threw a ball to himself. Hey, what, what kind of nonsense is this? <laughs> the guy with the candle in his head. <laughs> you yeah. know, I think I think that uh, it's become such a sideshow circus that they they should be there. <laughs> How about that? It's become such a ridiculous event that it's you just, know. Just that, some kid that's 12 years old was in a park three blocks away. He threw the ball 33 yards to himself. Okay, you missed that. But it was with a Nerf ball, and the Guinness Book World's Records weren't there. Hey, are you kidding me? How how long till that record's broken? Does it make it till next year? It was broken yesterday <laughs> afternoon, but nobody was there to see it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is kind of foolish. You know what's even funny is that Jarvis Landry didn't make the Pro Bowl, and we did a show, and that was the big news. <laughs> and now he's the yeah, star of it. Yeah, he like thought he was said. going to Hawaii, too. <laughs> he, he was waiting for the ticket to Hawaii. He, was, he, thought, he, was, he thought he was going to spend a week in Hawaii. He went to Orlando, <laughs> up, up 95. <laughs> so, you know, it just seems like it's become such a circus there. There's guys that, you know, took over it, and they weren't even elected originally. So I, I agree. I I think they have a major problem with this game and with this. How about there were three guys that were named All Pro that weren't named to the Pro Bowl? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just so strange how the, so the name's All is. Pro, meaning you're the best of the best, but you didn't make the Pro Bowl. Yeah, it's it's very strange. All Pro is is All Pro is considered most prestigious, and that's like what's looked upon yeah. like on a Hall of Fame ballot. <laughs> Yeah, there was two guys? or three guys this year that were named to that, and said they weren't named to the Pro Bowl. Do you know any of them? <laughs> no. No? No. <laughs> I, I was listening to the NFL Network a few weeks ago. I, and the yeah. one guy I never even heard of, but I just thought it was comical. Yeah, I wonder who they are. Probably linemen or something, right? Yeah, it was, it was something like that, yeah. I think they were all interior linemen. You know, wow. It's just, it's just it's comical. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's interesting. It really is. I mean, if you think that, like, the NFL and the problems that they have, and that goes to show who their audience is. I mean, that they're ma- making all these, like, uh, skills competitions and all that kind of stuff. Well, they tried Our that kids- nonsensical draft thing that they did with, a, with yeah. Jerry, yeah. you know, Deon, with Jerry Deon Rice Sanders. and then Deion Sanders picking teams to make it like a yeah. fantasy team. And that went over yeah. like a freaking wet balloon, you know? Yeah. Or, uh, are kids watching this? You know, I have access to two kids of that age group, and if I asked them if they watched the Pro Bowl, they would look at me like I had three heads. 
They would, even the one that, because I know one of the ones you're talking about is a very good football player himself, and he doesn't watch it. No, nah, not even a second of it. I mean, most I don't of the think people he was that even I, aware it was on. I mean, he wasn't around yesterday afternoon, but there was right. no chance in hell he even knew it was on. You know, most of the the kids I you know in the twenties they don't. But I wonder if there is a contingent of. Uh, you know, I used to, to watch the regular old. one from Hawaii the week after the Super Bowl, just because usually it was like four inches of snow on the ground. It was miserable because football was over with. You know. And it was like at six thirty when it was getting dark out, and it was like, okay, let me watch this for a little while, right? Listen, yeah, I mean, I'd be lying if I say I never tuned in. But the reasons that I tuned in was usually for the one or two times Marino was in it that he decided to actually go there, or you know, well, somebody got elected to the Hall of Fame. They always they always right, put the new right. Hall of Famers at halftime, yeah, so I used to watch that for that actually, too. That, that was actually you know? I would probably watch it for that more so than even the other thing. Yeah, yeah, to see the yep. uh, the, uh, the class and all that. I remember watching one with and stuff, and you know, yep. I definitely but remember never, that. I was never a fan of it, and you know, I just it just never struck me. One of the reasons that it didn't is because, uh, like I said, you don't really know who anybody is. You, everybody's in this same uniform with a different helmet, and I don't it's know. Just bizarre, just though. Why would you take it out of Hawaii, though? I mean, that was basically how you got the guys to go. Right? Well, why would you take it out of Hawaii and why would you move it to the bye week? If you know, you have all the media attention anyway with the Super Bowl coming up. So you have all that publicity. Why would you want to move your publicity from the Super Bowl into a, a game that's a mockery, really? I think the answer to that would probably lie somewhere as they were having a hard time getting people to go after the season. And so they decided to do it while it was still going and they still had a wrap on everybody. They can get more people to go there. Uh, as far as the money-wise, keeping it in the mainland of the United States, there must be some way that they're making more money doing that because that's the only reason they do anything. Did so you see they, it? Was, they, there a, was there a full crowd there? Couldn't tell you. I, I've seen a couple highlights here and there. Uh, couldn't tell you if there was a crowd. I really didn't watch it, you know. I, I just seen a few highlights and, uh, you know, mostly. Because that's I think in there Disney, a, you know. You know that? It's what? It's like what? in Disney's facility where that is. Yeah, yeah. And that's why they're, uh, I mean, I'm sure they did. I'm sure it was, you know, crowded. But I think that's one of the reasons why. They must be making, you know, more money to keep it there, whatever contract they have. Um, and I, I seen one highlight. Ben Roethlisberger, I think, threw an interception, and uh, the thing was nobody went to even come close to trying to stop the guy from, ring, you know, returning it for a touchdown. <laughs> you know, they, nobody even, like, I mean, it's a non-contact, except well, for Mike Singletary. Mike Singletary. the Redskins? The the guy yeah, that got yeah, killed yeah. at his home yeah. invasion. What was his name? Yeah. What was his uh, name? Abso- absolutely, Sean Taylor. He, Sean Taylor. He lit up the Bills punter. Remember that? Yep. He like sure knocked do. him like six yards out of bounds and like knocked him out. Yep. <laughs> yep. They just had a. Uh, they showed that this year during the playoffs. Uh, whoever really? that um, that punter was, yeah, because I think he's. Uh, is he still around or because? Um, yeah, he, I don't know. he heard him no big idea. time. It was such a yeah. Oh, he, exactly. he like launched him. He was like six yards into the into the sidelines. Yeah, yeah, it was nasty. He just showed it again this year, and um, so it's it's kind of strange, you know. Like it's nobody hits, but then you've had these these guys that there's been some incidents with it. But I guess you could say the same thing with Pete Rose and Fossey, right, in the All Star game there, but. Um, but that was the win the game. That was a collision at home play. That was the winning run. I mean, it's a little bit different than lighting up a punter when the guy wasn't waiting for it. That's a bit of a difference there. It is you know, a bit of a You're talking about a team where nobody really hits, and then you're going for, like, a, a hard slide in the home to win the game. That's a little bit different. It is a little bit different, but you're still talking about a game that was an exhibition as opposed to, you know, something that was counting, especially back then. There was money on the line, but there's money on the line here too. I think that the winners get a you know a much bigger purse. Behind right? the play, that was unnecessary. What Sean Taylor did, it was totally you can't compare. No, no, I'm not not defending that. I'm not defending it, yeah. but I'm just saying that you know it, it, you can still take you know like Singletary used to play hard. He took a lot of uh, abuse for doing that, and so you know um, obviously the Pete Rose. I'm not the only one. You know Pete the Pete Rose play comes up a lot, comes up a real lot. You know. Um, it yeah, but it wasn't changed. a cheap shot. Yeah, but it wasn't a cheap shot. This was a cheap shot. Again, you're going back to the Sean Taylor thing. 
I'm not. Well, I'm you, saying as you far made as playing hard. Not me. I never made it to Sean Taylor. I made it to Singletary. I said Mike Singletary okay. used to play hard in the game, and now nobody plays in the game. But, you know, in baseball there have been moments too. Um, I think baseball has gotten a lot more competitive, you know, than they changed it to make it mean something, then they changed it back. But I think that was always a game that was more competitive and play hard. But does play hard mean collide with the catcher at the plate? They ended Foster's career. He was never yeah, the same played years after, after that, but he was never the same never player the same. after that. No. And I'm not saying Rose was he was in within the rules to do it, but a lot of people think that was a very cheap shot in an all-star game to do that. Yeah, no, I got you. You know, I mean, I know you, you know, you're a big Rose guy. I, I got, you know, I understand it. I understand both sides of it. I'm just saying, you know, it's kind of on the edge there. But all these exhibition games, all-star games, if you will, uh, they're all nonsensical, with the exception of the, the baseball one. But even that has lost a lot of luster. That's not the same as it used to be either. Ever since that no, they time, yeah. they, they did. It's never been the same since that. It really hasn't. Ever since that tie. And you know what? When uh, they started when they started making the, the team that won that, that league host the World Series, that, that was a mockery too. You know? It was. They changed came, the, that came after the tie. They tried to make it more competitive and they made it a mockery. Because, you know, who cares if somebody on a last place team hits a home run in the 13th inning? So that means that the American League hosts the World Series. That's just ri- yeah. ridiculous. No reason for that. You know? Yeah, well, they tried to and get I'm more And they got rid of that concept. Yeah, it's yeah. stupid. And they did, but you know, but it still hasn't been the same. You know, it's it's still, you know, it's kind of missing a little bit from when we were kids, if you will. When we were kids, that was as good as it gets. I mean, that was a special game. Oh, it's huge. Like, yeah. They, you know, you know I think a lot to do with too is, you know, that was like the first opportunity you had to see like other people play too. You know, you didn't have. The MLB Network, you didn't have the MLB package where you got to see superstars and other teams play every day. So, like, you know, that game was like, wow, I'm watching, you know, Roberto Clemente, I'm watching Willie Mays, I'm watching Bob Gibson pitch, you know? You didn't see that. And you know, so much of what basis. you just and now, said. and now you're getting all these guys, you see them on a daily basis, so it's not the same, wow, well, look at this, you know? Yeah. I'm seeing Mike Trout, well, you see him every night, you know? Yes, and so much of what you just said is also the reason why Monday Night Football and that, you know, people don't understand. It was so different back then because if you rooted for an out-of-state, out-of-market team, you only seen them when they were on Monday Night Football or they played your local team, which could be rare if you didn't have one. And that was as special as it gets. And when you watched Monday Night Football, you were like, same thing. You were seeing teams and players that you didn't see. Wow, that's Tony Dorsett. There's Earl Campbell. Wow, you know, that's gone now because now it's so saturated. You basically have Sunday, Monday, Thursday, sometimes Saturday, Sunday, Sunday night. And I know one one team that went six and ten. You had them four four national games almost in a row, right? At least three we had in a row this year, right? (laughs) Yeah, but that goes by what you did last year, so... You won't yeah. have that next no, year, so don't worry nobody about has, it, my friend. Nobody has three national games back-to-back weeks like we did. Yeah, I don't that was care a little strange. Were, I don't care if you're undefeated, you don't get that. Well, when you're, <laughs> you know? when you're, well, when you're in London and playing everywhere else, you know, oh. it's... Uh, yeah, kind of crazy. <laughs> well, we don't have that next year, guys. I hope everybody's thrilled about that. We finally don't have to go to Europe to play a home game. <laughs> there you go. Right back after this. You guess what must be Hi, coming, though? Former for Miami Dolphin Jim Crash Jensen, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Legend Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show, sponsored by Iberia Tiles, with locations from Georgia to South Florida. Iberia Tiles offers over 3,000 products and complete peace of mind. From tiles, molasses, and stone to wood flooring, Iberia has the solution no matter what the size of your project. Visit IberiaTiles.com. That's I-B-E-R-I-A. And ask for Dave or call direct at 404-409-0746.
and Fanatics.com. If you love the Miami Dolphins, then you need to visit Fanatics.com. Once again, that's Finn, P-H-I-N. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legends show with your host, Pat Catello. joined by Rich Van Zant as we come to our home stretch here. And uh, just a reminder, catch us on iTunes or uh, send us uh, any emails, comments, what have you, Show at yahoo.com. You know, uh, Rich, the question was always uh, with Parcells and Belichick, and, uh, you know, since then, what's the relationship been? And uh, for the first time, I'll tell you, I don't know if you've seen the teasers, but uh, the 30 for 30, Bill and Bill. It's the most awkward yeah. teaser you've ever seen. Did you see it? You want to sit at the table together? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I and saw he it. Goes, yeah. He goes, Are you guys ready? And then Parcells all nasty. I'm ready. And then Bill, you can see he's all flustered. Uh, are you re- yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> this is. This, I'm actually looking forward I, to this one. I can't believe they even just got them together. I, right? I can't either. I'm trying to figure out how they did it. You know, there's yeah. got to be. Did they lie so they weren't going to be there at the same time? I don't know. I I can't imagine they could do that, right? How can you do that? I mean, I think from Parcell's standpoint, you know, it's got to be very hard for him watching Belichick now uh, go to his eighth Super Bowl without him. Right. And, and, uh, you know, so obviously he would like to be a part of the media in some respects. So he he does it because he wants to, you know, solidify himself again there. And as far as Belichick, I don't know how they got him for this. You know, who knows? Who knows who set this thing up, who owed who a favor, but they got him. And this is something else. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much we're going to get out of it, how much is going to be fluff. And, you know, a lot of times... When you haven't seen somebody for a long time, no matter what goes on in those years, and no matter how much accomplished you become or what you've you've done, when you see that person again, you go back to being in that role that you were. It's just it, it's a, it's it's a natural kind of human core. Yeah, well, he's the boss. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. and so I kind of think it still will have some kind of effect of that sort. You know, um, but but it's who knows? Possible. You know, it's going to be very interesting to see how this uh, this shakes out. You know, and you yeah. got to figure that Parcells must think to himself, you know, if he would have had a quarterback, quarterback, because he never really had a franchise, franchise quarterback, right? No. I mean, every all the success that he had was basically, you know, Phil Sims, Hostetler, then well, he drafted Bloodsoe, that was his Verde. big get. Bledsoe was a good quarterback, but he was not, obviously, he was not the franchise like like Belichick has been able to get. And that's a huge thing. I mean, we both know we're not talking about this if Tom Brady is not there. Yeah, we might be talking about Belichick in the Super Bowls. I'm not saying the guy's not going to win Super Bowls, but it's not going to be eight Super Bowls out of the last 20 years, and it's not going to be this kind of success rate without Tom Brady. Uh, That's unarguable to me. You know, there's going to be success, but it's not going to be at the level that it is, you know. So, uh, you know, there's got to be some kind of connotations or what have you there. 
Um, but it's going to be interesting. It's on Thursday night, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. When I seen that, I could not believe. <laughs> I could not believe when they had him sitting next to him. I said, you oh, got to be kidding, man. This is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, are these two going out for a drink afterwards? I don't think so. No. no. <laughs> this is a shake, shake hands now, and that's it. Yeah, that's it forever. Yeah. yeah. Parcells, so since I'm with you now, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna touch base after the Super Bowl. So let me congratulate you now if you win. <laughs> no doubt, man. No doubt about it. So yeah. So that's basically what we, uh, we we have to look forward to this year, uh, this week. Um, Miami Dolphin news. What else you got? You got anything else? I know that they uh, hired the uh, Bears assistant. Offensive coordinator because the Bears have been so successful. You want to basically uh, weed out their uh, their coach. Yeah, I heard he was a reincarnation of George Hallis, but we don't know about it yet. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, so that's I mean, like you know we're a six and ten team, so let's go get assistance from a team worse than us to help a six and ten team. Well, you know what I would say to that. You did it for the your head coach. So what's the difference? Well, you did it for yeah. your head coach. They oh, were yeah, six I guess and so. ten too. They were six yeah. and ten. No, I said we were could... six and ten. They were worse than us, weren't they? Weren't they? They had less. Less. I think they were worse than six and ten, weren't they? What this year? The Bears. Yeah, I think so. This year, I'm talking about what Gase. Oh, Gase. You know, that's what I meant. Gase being six and ten. I said so. Let's take you know assistance from a team that's worse. Yeah, but but I'm so saying when the they bottom. got. But when they got Adam yeah, Gates, got I think the Bears... Yeah, they were, that was both 6 and 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, which, I, I mean, it was, uh, why is their 6 and 10 any better than the 6 and 10 we just had under Philbin or whoever it was? You know, I, it didn't make any sense to me. It really yeah, didn't. They, they act I mean, like there's like a bidding war for these guys. It's like, you know... They, they, they were just act fired. Like it. They yeah, act like I know, it. they were all yeah. just fired. It's like, really? Yeah, I know. It's it's totally insane. No, there's nothing else. They're like they're interviewing quarterbacks now. They interviewed Jason Allen, you know, who's deemed to go number one to Cleveland, the you know, the quarterback from Wyoming. And yeah. All of a sudden, he's like the guy that's going to go first. And uh, yeah. they they said Mike Tannenbaum doesn't waste time. He interviewed him for hours. Well, I got a news for you. It was a waste of time because there is no <laughs> chance he's dropping to eleven. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Mike Tannenbaum doesn't waste time. Oh, oh yeah, but yeah. No, but he's wasting this team. That's what he's doing. Waste time. I, I you could, couldn't believe this article. If you read this article, you'd be like shaking your head. And then he also interviewed the Heisman Trophy winner from Oklahoma, that quarterback too. Which again, he's not going to last till eleven either. So unless they're giving up our future to draft a quarterback, you know, that, yeah. you know we have more That's pressing it. needs than the quarterback at this moment. You know. Yeah. I know, just stay at 11 and draft another defensive lineman and just, you know, surprise us. <laughs> Do something different. You know what's coming. Maybe you could draft a – you know what? Maybe you could get a defensive end in the first round this year that has more than two sacks like you did last year. Is there a Notre Dame offensive lineman they've already got on their yeah, radar? Yeah, yeah, that, that's what's talking about him too. You know, the, the, the offensive line that needs to be fixed every year that's never fixed. Right? Yep. No doubt about Buildings it. Buildings and bridges have been built. We can't get an offensive line. Yeah, well, I, it, it's going to be one of those off years where you're going to see a lot of nonsense go on. I could tell you that already. Well, you already, already you've know, you got a quarterback coming back from a bad injury, basically almost missing two full seasons, right, if you think about it. It's a year and a half at least, right, and missing. Right, so what do you do to a quarterback that may not be mobile in the beginning? Take away his best receiver. Isn't that what you do? Well, that's what I told you last week. That's what concerns me the most is that coming off the injury, you need he needs his he needs a crutch, and there's no yeah. better crutch than Jarvis Landry, who yeah. uh, who leads the league in receptions three four years in a row. Because he runs short patterns, that, you know, that are basically yeah. safety nets for Tannehill. And that concerns me now. If you don't re-sign yeah. him, you're taking away. They don't have a tight end like that. In fact, who knows <laughs> if they know, even have let's a tight be honest, end? They don't have a tight end. Yeah. I, they don't even have a tight end next year, you know. We don't even know uh, who's actually going to be the tight end. So, um, 
that's a concern because those are your two safety nets. Your, See, your these, this guys. is the reason this team. This is one of the reasons this team's never getting better is because you keep drafting the same positions and the and you draft mediocrity. So you still need those positions every year. So this Panabom regime is keep they keep drafting defensive linemen like every year, defensive linemen, offensive linemen, right? So now when you have like a superstar, like this tight end from Oklahoma. Like, you know, who's going to go late first round? You're not in the mix for that because you keep drafting the same junk that you can't fix the first time. Well, you got to groom them, and then so they have to graduate, Rich. You got to let yeah, them yeah. graduate. Yeah, well, yeah we're, we're graduating Jarvis Landry to get a Super Bowl ranked too. Yeah, that's it, man. You can't, you know, you, you, you can't stunt them. You have to let them now, go. The Eagles, you know? here's a, if the Eagles win the Super Bowl and JHI is the MVP, does Panabob take credit for that? <laughs> well, we talked about this, and I think that there's a, you know, most people would think like he's besides himself, but then I think there's also, the, you know, the fact that he has his friends in Philadelphia. Mike, you always got a place here, <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> you know, it's really funny, too. It's like, I was giving credit that he got a second-round pick last week because I, I don't know my yeah, brain yeah, was you made a mistake. Yeah, we yeah, got, we yeah. got back a fourth-round pick that's really a fifth-round pick, okay? And what, what round did we draft the Giant in, Pat? Fifth, I think, the fifth round. So you're basically so getting the same thing. what's the odds of getting a player of his caliber in the fifth round this year? I know. It's like you hit the you hit the lottery once and you traded it in for a bunch of new tickets. Yeah, yeah. Like the really? Five hours, you got five more five hours worth of scratch offs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think uh, you know that's 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 fair, but I think a guy he's even better than winning five bucks, and that's what's the same about it. It's well, my point is, if they were worried about the knee, yeah. I'd rather. Run a Jai into retirement until his knee yeah. fell off, and and, and take no. the and take the upside and be done with it. Than to try to light the candle twice and think you're going to get another player his caliber with that. Well, yeah, pick. I mean that's my point too. I feel like you know you kind of hit you hit uh, you know a lottery out of this fifth round by getting a Jai, you yeah. know, and, and and then now you're basically giving him away for basically the same ticket again. To try to pick an, you're not going to pick anybody close to what he did. I mean, you know, no. you basically got you, you got real lucky there, and you would have been able to get a lot more for him in, in the off season than you got for that. You basically gave him away. Well, when you make one phone call, Pat, how much are you going to get for him? You're going to get not much. You're going to, you know, no. Especially yeah, you, when you made one phone call. Don't tell me he shopped him around because he didn't. No, he didn't. You could have got more than a fourth round pick with no problem whatsoever. Yeah. There are a ton of teams that would have given you more than that. Yep. I know. There's no doubt about it. He uh he could have done a lot better than he did. There there's absolutely Awful. no denying that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, just like the, the don't be traded made the year before too, with going down eight draft picks to get to bring back two guys the Eagles were going to cut. Big deal. Yeah. One's cut already. Yeah. One's not going to be there anymore. What did you gain from that? Except it got the Eagles got Carson Wentz for that. Yeah, that was so what they speaking, used to get Carson Wentz that draft pick. Yeah, speaking of which, you know, uh, it's going to be interesting. I think I think Brady wins the MVP. But, uh, you know, Wentz certainly in consideration. So one of these guys is going to win it. It's got to be very rough for Carson Wentz because you just don't know when, you know, this might have been the shot, and you don't know if you're going to get it again, you know? Yeah. And, you, you know, you watch Foles giving interviews and stuff. I mean, it's got to be very tough for, for Carson Wentz. Um, it's got to be hard, but, you know, who knows Who knows how it works out, though? Maybe Wentz goes there, he's too hyped up, and he throws four picks. Maybe Foles is the better quarterback for this situation. For this Maybe one that shot. doesn't help Carson Wentz. But I'm no, talking about from Carson Wentz. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It may help the Eagles, yeah. though, in the long run. You sure. don't know. You sure. know what I mean? Sure. You know? Sure. Well, I, you know, I thought Foles was a much better quarterback than you had thought, and I still think he is. You know, that's not to say he's you – know, who knows what's going to happen in this game. This game reminds me a real lot of last year. Yeah? It really I don't does. really get that sense. You I don't get that sense because I, I, I don't see – because you know what, like the, the Falcons, I think, were more explosive on offense. They were. They are. But this, but this is a pretty good Eagles offense, too. But they were more no, explosive. But, but this team's a little bit more rounded. And, you know, they still have a lot of weapons on offense. Um, but it just seems like it's, you know, I I could just see it. Same kind they're of better fashion. Defensively. I'm not saying, yeah. Don't you think they're better uh, defensively? I do, yeah. But, the, you know, 
the 28-3 and all that nonsense, you know, is still so fresh. But um, I don't know. What do you see? I mean, uh, you know, come to the home stretch here. Is this a game? Just well, tell you, me that. I don't, you know, what do I see? I have no idea. What do I want? You know what I want. No, I you know, know what you want. You, you know what the formula is. I mean, you want to beat this Patriot team, you have to put the knife at them when you have them down, and you have to basically you have to keep hitting Brady. Yeah. And when you have them down, you have to finish them off. You, you can't be, you know, you can't give them that window of opportunity. But that's, you know, it's very difficult to, to you know, to slay the dragon because the referees are going to be standing in your way to, to you know, get over that finish line. Yeah, I expect they're not here, too. Don't you? I mean, it's harder and harder with that being exposed. But, yeah, I think there'll be a couple calls that are certainly going to be they got one call. My, they got one penalty. Head shaking. Yep. The, the one penalty against the Jaguars, Matt. One penalty. I, I'm telling you, I remember we had an opening kickoff this year. We got three flags. <laughs> three on one play. Yeah, yeah. one play. Open, opening kickoff. I remember that. We got three flags. <laughs> but they yeah, get one. And, and their penalty was on a kickoff, too. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's ridiculous. It. It's re- like they I don't even try to hide it anymore. I mean, with the ref congratulating them, the last play of the game in the first down, the blatant hold that the whole country saw. <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm. It's ridiculous. I feel like I'm watching Rocky Eight to see yeah. if Rocky finally gets upset. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm watching. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I, I know. Not not anticipating it, but we'll know one week from Look, today. We all hate we this know. day. It's the most miserable Sunday of the year, as far as I'm concerned. You know. Yeah. I, I hate rough. the whole hype around that. I hate halftime. Uh, you know. I hate the commercials. <laughs> you know, it's really brutal. Yeah. You know, I'll, it's like making a Broadway show out of a uh, out of a sporting event. It's disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, I guess on that note, I'll let Justin Timberlake know you're not rooting for him. Oh, uh, we'll see you guys next a, week. That's you mean. You know, do we have to have a geek every year, two and a half time? Is that part of the thing? Super Bowl 52, everybody. The, the views expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect <laughs> the host. And sometimes they do. <laughs> <laughs> see you next week. Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own boy Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power on Twelve hours out of Mackinac City Stopped in a bar to have a brew Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.